Get ready for a transformation. But in this kingdom, we start growing. We are replacing those carnal thoughts with the word of God. Our minds are renewed to the word of God. At that time, glory, glory, glory. So when we are speaking, we are speaking from knowledge. Or you wake up and say, Hey, bonga fish, angari. Glory to God. I took it in the dream. I will never take it in life. In the name of Jesus. Say, I'll never be poor. Ah! Jesus Christ. Pay attention to everything I'm going to show you. Another life-changing moment with Apostle Peters. Knowledge is power. What God always seeks to give to his children first is the word of God in their spirits. Because with the word of God in your spirits, you can do anything. You can have anything. There will be nothing like impossible with you. I want to talk to you about a real Superman. If you study the scriptures, Ephesians, Colossians, you may be hearing things like old man. Romans, old man. Old man refers to the one before you were born again. That's how God sees it. God calls that one your old man. He calls this one that is born again the new man. Because the old man died, according to the Bible, died with Christ. This one is the new man that resurrected with Jesus Christ. Okay, so if any man being Christ is a new man, he never existed before. Is it the body? No, he's not talking about the body because God is the father of spirits. So what was born again? Your spirits. The one inside you. Now, the day you made your confession and you accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, you may not feel any change on that day. You may not feel a shaking. You may not feel hotness or coldness, but something happened. And in fact, in reality, the day you accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior was not the day that you were saved. That was the day you received salvation and that receiving of salvation was even just for your conscience. Somebody say, what's that? That's the fact. There's nothing that happened new. It had happened. You just appended your signature. Do you understand? You just accepted it. So when you accept it from that day, you began to live in the reality of it. Because if you don't accept something in the kingdom of God, you cannot live in the reality of it. You accepted it. You endorsed it. So you started living in the reality. So that was what happened that day. So as you're seated now, if you're born again, you are a new creature with no past at all. Oh, say hallelujah. That's why that guy, that guy who had killed many people, after he came into Christ, was born again. All those killings would never be accounted to him anymore. Because he wasn't the one that killed them. He's the old man. The new one never killed. Well, 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 well. All right. So he says, all things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. First Peter chapter number one from the 23rd verse. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. You were born of the word. So what are you? The Bible refers to us also as the word. It refers to Jesus as the word. It refers to us also as the word. All right. Glory to God. James chapter number 1 verse 18. Of his own will begot he us by the word of truth. That we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Boy, I'm special. Amongst his creatures, we are the kind of first fruits. 
First fruit means the first and the best. That's why you should never look down on yourself. You should never walk and you, you, you're bending over. You, you should never, you know, show up in the place and then you say you are, and you just have this inferiority complex. You don't know who you are. Inferior what? Inferior to who? He says of his own creatures, of all of them, you are the first fruits. You are the first and the best. So how could you have inferiority complex? I, I, I'm just only shy. Shy! No, sir. No, sir. Okay, so I've been able to establish that. Now, what is the mind of God concerning this born-again Christian? What is God's mind? What is God looking at? Now, let's begin to go into some stuff now. Romans chapter number 8, verse 9, 29. Romans 8, 29. Everybody read it. Who is his son? Jesus Christ. That means he predestinated us to be conformed to the image. Excuse me. Listen, listen, listen. This is very big. I wonder why some people see this, something like this in the Bible and you ignore it. We are not to be conformed to the image of angels. If we were to be conformed to the image of angels, that would be big enough. I mean, ah, you know angels. No limitation now. But it says, to the image of his son. That he, his son, Jesus Christ, might be the firstborn amongst many brethren. Eh? Brethren. That means we are brethren. His brethren. A five version of this. For those whom he foreknew, of whom he was aware and loved beforehand. Hey! Say hallelujah! <laughs> he loved me beforehand. <laughs> it's too late to be asking questions like, does he love me? No, he says beforehand. <laughs> For ordaining them. Okay, no. He, he also destined from the beginning. For ordaining them to be molded into the image of his son. And share inwardly his likeness. That he might become the firstborn among many brethren. Do you know this God's dream for us? To be molded. Let me tell you. When God gave one Jesus, his dream was to get many Jesuses. That's his dream. And then he made everything he could to ensure that everyone produced by this Jesus is a Jesus. I will show you that shortly. I'm coming. Let me, let me show you another one. Let me show you another one to portray this. Ephesians chapter number 4, reading from the 11th verse. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. You will understand this better when we read it from the uh, Amplified. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Till we all come in the unity of the faith. In other words, till we all begin to believe the same thing. He's talking about the body of Christ. Some people believe in tongues, some don't believe in tongues. Some others believe that you can minister healing. Some don't believe there is any healing anywhere. They said healing went with the last apostles that died in the Bible. Some believe in the anointing. When you begin to lay hands and people are falling on that power, some people are skeptical. They're like, must that happen? You see, unity of faith. We have not come to that. So he says the reason he gives these apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, and teachers, okay, not in, in a particular order. He says the reason he gave them is till we all come in the unity of the faith. Then, and of the knowledge. 
that word knowledge there, the Greek, let me spare you the Greek. If you translate it, it means full knowledge. Where you know something very well without assuming. That's where God wants to take us. Where we know it, when we study something, we know it without assuming. We just know exactly what it means. Okay, he says, till we all come to that full knowledge of the Son of God. Unto a perfect man. Till we all become perfect. Now, the word perfect there, I will have to mention this one. Is teleos, Greek. Now, that one means, until we come at all. It doesn't mean until we become perfect. And I ask you to draw something, and then you draw it without using ruler. It's square, and it's very perfect. That's not what he's talking about. When you drink water, it doesn't spill on your clothes. That's not what he's talking about. You cut such a water, and then the thing is just perfectly... That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about maturity. Until we become perfect, mature. Until the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Jesus Christ. If this is not possible, he wouldn't write it here. He says the reason for all this fivefold ministry, we call them fivefold ministry, apostles, pastors, and so on. He says the reason for them is so that, number one, we unite in faith. We begin to believe the same thing in Christ. Number two, we all come to the knowledge, to the full, complete knowledge, where there is no assumption, of the Son of God, knowledge of Jesus Christ. Okay. Unto a perfect man, mature man. Unto the measure of the stature. Excuse me. Not half of the stature. Do you understand? To measure of the stature. The full stature. Of the fullness of Christ. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you, you, you think about you being this way. You will never again be afraid of accidents. Because when it happens, you will be on the other side. You will be watching it. Ha! The thing is about to happen. You are already there like this. You are watching how it's happening. Those things come by knowledge. Is it impossible? It's not impossible, brother. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll show you some things. Let's read this from the Amplified. From the Amplified. Start from 11. Amplified version. Don't miss it. And his gifts were varied. He himself appointed and gave men to us. So the people he gave were men. These were the gifts, okay? Not angels. Some to be apostles, special messengers. Some prophets, inspired preachers and expounders. Some evangelists, preachers of the gospel, traveling, missionaries. Some pastors, shepherds of the flock, of his flock, and teachers. Next verse. His intention was the perfecting and the full equipping of the saints. His consecrated people. That they, his saints, that they, these saints, should do the work of ministering towards building up Christ's body. You see where we are making mistakes? We thought the ones that should do the work is the pastor. The evangelist, the apostle, they are the ones who that should do the work. No. The what our own job is to build you. You come here, we train you, we fire you up. You are the one, you are going to your world. You go to your office, you go to your classrooms, you go to the, that marketplace, you are going with this thing you are loaded with, and then you're changing your world. You come back again, you know, the following week. We load you up again. You go. You see, that way it says you'll be building up. Christ's body. Because as you win muscles, the body is built. As you speak with tongues, you are built. The body is edified. As you prophesy, the body is built. Who? You! You see what God wants to achieve? See his mind. Next verse. 
that it might develop the body of christ might develop until we all attain oneness in the face and in the comprehension of the full and accurate knowledge this is what many people don't have of the son of god some people when they are teaching about jesus all they can remember or they can talk about is sin if they don't teach sin they've not taught they will even be feeling guilty i preach today in church the same members the same set of members but they are not comfortable until somebody cries out somebody must cry out from the congregation and kneel down <laughs> you have sinned uh-huh. when you're teaching and everybody's shouting and they are laughing and smiling you know and they are rejoicing such people when they come in among us they feel uncomfortable what's going on here this pastor is too lenient he's just deceiving the people making the people happy these are a bunch of sinners did i tell you that story as a student in another school before this one and um how i would go from room to room in my hostel for and this i will be the one to go and wake them up can you imagine the reason i will go early in the morning i'll wake all of them up before lectures early i'll be knocking on their doors for them to come out what would i gain i'll tell you because during the morning devotion i would teach them the word of god so when i woke them up like that they came out this was how i did seven days in a week every day there was one fellow who was a pastor from a church that i wouldn't want to mention was my next door neighbor he was the only one that didn't come out to join us so i spoke with him i said we can do this together you have the knowledge of the word of god these folks they are always falling into sin let's help teach them let's help them he said no 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 he said they are not serious he said how can they be serious people that you are the one going to wake them up i said oh, of course that's why they need our help they are babes you understand in spiritual so we need to go he said no they are not serious so leave them people who are really really ready for christ they will, they will come at themselves you won't go and be waking them up by the way one day he had the opportunity i gave him the opportunity to come and speak to them oh it was a bad money for those folks he preached them and preached them into hell they felt so bad because all the time he was busy pointing out the very things that had been on his mind he had now become bitter in his preaching bitterness is flowing you that you you that you have boyfriend and girlfriend you will go to hell i said precious jesus they know that dummy <laughs> they know they'll go to hell they know why not preach them into heaven glory to god i love that better jesus said take go and preach the good news gospel means good news not bad this one is the bad news you're telling the people they are going to you make them that day was not a good day at all and next time when i suggested the combat they said no don't worry <laughs> let us just be having our de- devotion and then it was a shocker to him one day when i was reading a scripture from the bible about what god says about sinners and christians he was hearing in his room the guy after the devotion he came to meet me he said you're you're giving these people license to sin I said, how? He said, I heard you. You were telling them something that God loves them. Irrespective of their sins. I said, of course. I said, God hates sin, but he loves the sinner. He said, no, you're giving them license. And then you read a particular scripture. I said, yes, I did. 
He said, is that in the Bible? I said, let me show it to you. So I opened my Bible and I read that. We both saw it. He pushed his glasses. I said, all right, now what will you say about this? He said, I'll get back to you. Maybe we will tomorrow morning. Glory to God. <laughs> you see, you cannot win. You can't win people to Christ by condemning them. God tried it. It didn't work. Under the Old Testament, he tried it. He tried to terrorize them. He thought they would be afraid. He showed up on the mountain. Ba, 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 thunder everywhere. The people said, hey. They said, Moses, you go talk to him. Tell him <laughs> to talk to you. <laughs> Anything he says, you come and tell us. They couldn't listen. It didn't work. And God is smart. So God packaged love in a person and sent love. Glory to God. The Bible says, for God so loved the world. And that love is Jesus. is the expression of God's love. And you know what Jesus did? Jesus did much more than dying for us. He did much more. That much more is what many of us have not discovered yet. And that's the reason for this teaching. He did much more. He did much more. Forgiving your sins was a means to an end. There's something he wanted to achieve that made him do that one. Well, 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 well. Let's continue with this thing. <laughs> Alright. Uh, okay, now. It says that it might develop until we all attain oneness in the face and in the comprehension of the full and accurate knowledge of the Son of God that we might arrive at really mature, manhood, the completeness of personality, which is nothing less than the standard height of Christ's own perfection. You mean this is possible? If it is not possible, then God has failed in his mission. All those ones that he sent, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors and teachers, that he sent is a waste. If this is not possible, then that means God does not know what he's doing. Because he sent them and yet they can't achieve what he said for them to achieve. That means this is very possible. And as I speak to you, as I speak to you now, there are those who are already working in this reality. You may not know because you are looking at the guy wore suits. The suit is not well balanced. So you thought it's not perfect. That's not what he's talking about. The measure, look at it. Standard height of Christ's own profession. The measure of the stature of the fullness of the Christ and the completeness found in him. This is my life in the name of Jesus. You see, when, when you're uh, on a journey, you should know where you will stop. If you don't know where you will stop, when you arrive, you will not know. That's the problem with many Christians. They don't know exactly where they are going. As long as we are in this world, nobody can be perfect. So why are you, what, 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 what's now all this journey, Christianity journey? You are contradicting what he's saying. You know, as long as we are in this world, you will never, nobody, everybody will sin. There's nobody that will never sin. That's you. Because you are struggling with sin does not mean someone else is. Instead of you to find out how to do it, that you come out of that kind of life. Because there are those that are already living in this reality. Glory to God. Alright, now. Okay, so, another step further. Now, I want to talk to you about uh, the features of this Superman. You know, God did three things. That made that guy a real superman. 
three things. The first thing he did is to give him the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit is what makes the real Superman unlimited. That's his job. It comes into you to make you unlimited. In other words, without restriction. With the Holy Spirit, you are not limited as to what you can achieve, where you can be, what you can do. Do you know this is a reality? I'm telling you now. You have the Holy Spirit, you are seated there. But you've never done any big thing, supernaturally. You are just underusing the Holy Ghost. You're not really taking advantage of what you have. And, and it's one of my passion. I love to find out more about what I have. You see, I, I'm a man that I love to understand my, my rights, my authority. And I love to use it. And that's why I'm always bold. Glory to God. Okay, so, he gave us the Holy Spirit, which makes us unlimited. I will just start with the first one today. He gave us his Holy Spirit. Are you ready now? Can you pray in tongue? Pray in the Holy Ghost. Come on! Enlarge your capacity now so that you'll be able to receive as I'm sharing with you. Come on, your right hand, just lift it up. When we lift up eyes, it is an offering to you. And at liberty, we worship as we praise. When we lift up eyes, it is an offering to you. And at liberty, we worship as we praise. You deserve, you deserve. Uh, you deserve the lifting of our to you, Lord. You deserve, you deserve, you deserve the lifting of our Oh, Lord, you deserve. Oh, my. 
God. Now I said he did three things and I mentioned the first one and that's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. Did you know that the Holy Spirit is God the Father, God the Son and God the Holy Spirit put together tabernacled in you? Did you ever know that? That's why you should never join anybody to say ordinary me. Ordinary what? Christians don't call themselves ordinary. It is wrong. It's as a result of ignorance. You see, when you hear a Christian say, we are just ordinary people doing extraordinary things, you know that guy is ignorant. It doesn't matter who is saying it. That's not in line with the word. You cannot have the Holy Ghost in you, which is God, and be ordinary. To be ordinary means to be mere. We are not ordinary people. You see, when we get to, when we learn our authority, you see, when you get to learn your authority and you begin to act according to the word of God, you will discover who you really are. Because the things you will be doing, even you, you will be amazed. But you don't have to wait till then before you accept the fact that you are not ordinary. We are loaded beings. There are two classes of people in the world. You have to understand it. The Christians and those who are non-Christians. The Christians, these are the supermen. They are walking on the surface of the earth. They have the same body with others, but the spirit is different. You see? It's like having a car that has a different body, but the engine inside is different. So that car is going to function based on the engine inside. So that's who we are. We are not ordinary at all. The day you were born again, the Holy Spirit was giving you. The Bible calls it the down payment. The Holy Spirit was giving you. The Holy Spirit is God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Ghost. That means God brought the whole of heaven and brought it into your spirit. No wonder Jesus said, the kingdom of God is within you. Oh, say hallelujah. So you carry this everywhere you go. You carry God on the inside. How dare you call yourself ordinary? That Holy Spirit is the one that has made you limitless. Because that's the first thing. I, I, I'm now beginning to enter into the features of this real Superman. This real Superman is unlimited. I, I want to tell you how it is. He is unlimited. Why? What makes him unlimited? The Holy Spirit. Let me show you some of the things in the Old Testament. There are some guys in the Old Testament that the Holy Spirit did some extraordinary things with, in their lives and with their lives that were not born again. Let me show you. Judges. Book of Judges. Let's look at this guy by the name Samson. I wanted to just see something about him. Book of Judges, chapter 14, from 5th verse. Then went Samson down and his father and his mother to Timnath, and behold, a young lion. Now, watch this. This is not an old lion. It's a young lion. An old lion is that one that is close to the grave. So it's probably weak. But this is a young lion, a, a lion in its prime. So he's got the energy. This lion roared against him. Next verse. And the Spirit of the Lord. Who is the Spirit of the Lord? That's the Holy Ghost. 
And I want you to mark the tenses. And those things are there. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. Now, if you study the scriptures, especially in Isaiah the 11th chapter, the Bible talks about the seven spirits of God. It's referring to the seven manifestations of the Spirit of God. And this is just one manifestation of the Spirit of God. There's something called, there's the Spirit called the Spirit of Might. Is one of the seven spirits. So the only one that is functioning with this guy on this guy is the spirit of might. That's why you have the word mightily there. That spirit of might, that's the Holy Ghost. Remember I said that in this manifestation. Came upon him mightily. Spirit of might. He rent him as he would. What did he rent? He rent him as he would have rent a kid. He took a lion. A young lion. And rent, you know what? It tore him. Like it would tear the child of a goat. That's what he's talking about. And he had nothing in his hands. But he told not his father or his mother what he had done. It was not big deal to him. Now I'm showing you this guy was not born again. Under the Old Testament, they were not born again. So the Holy Spirit, if he wanted to do anything, he would do it. He would come on them for the moment and achieve what he wants to achieve. The same Holy Spirit that we carry now. Just one part of his manifestation produced this. On him, not in him, on him. You see, it made him unlimited. I mean, there was another time that they were trying to threaten this guy. And the Bible says, this same Spirit came on him. And then he took the, the jawbone of an ass and killed a thousand. I, I, I always want to know. Those thousand, that, those thousand people that he killed, what were they doing? Were they looking at him when he was doing it? It will begin to tell you the power of the Spirit. When the Holy Spirit takes over, he brings fear on everybody that wants to come out against you. They are paralyzed already. You've not done anything, but they are already paralyzed. You see, what has it become there? Unlimited. Who is this? This guy that was not born again. Samson. And the Bible says that the Old Testament is a shadow of the new. Let me show you another guy. So, how did he deal with this? This is an animal. Remember the animal he dealt with here is Lion, the king of animals. You remember? He's the king of animals. When God created in the beginning, he said, I give dominion to man over all the cattle of the earth. He actually, literally, gave dominion over all animals. The ones that are crawling, the ones that are walking, the ones that are in the sea, the ones that are flying. He gave us the dominion. Now, who is this? He gave Adam the dominion over everything. You need to learn to meditate on the word of God. It will push you. You, you will not be afraid. You are seeing snake. You, you are already wing on your body. The reason why a Christian may have an animal hurt him is because you entertain fear. If you entertain the boldness of God, you will dominate it. You are killing it, but it can't hurt you. It can't do anything. Why? It's called the spirit of dominion. Isn't it a shame? Isn't it a shame when a Christian begins to run around in the house for a rat? Isn't it a shame? And you are amazed that you step out. The rat is already running. It's afraid of you, but you are afraid of it. 
you are running this way the rat is coming you meet each other you run this way the rat will not you see you and rats it's a shame this is why you need the meditation of the word of god to do a lot to your spirit it will drive away fear there are some things that christians do and they even pride themselves in it they're even coming to share the testimony Brothers and sisters, praise the Lord. Everybody says hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I don't just know from anywhere. There's this large goat was coming with large horn. We're just coming, coming. I tried to go this way. No space. I tried to go this place. No, no space. And then that thing was just coming and coming and coming. As we're just, uh, thank God, thank God. Somebody just whipped it. Pa! He just turned another way. What a shame. They are coming to share that. Say, ah, if not for God, I would have died last week. Died. You will end up in heaven. It's a shame. You have to come up to the level where you know that you can talk to anything. Brother, animals have ears. Let me tell you. Even things that are not living, you can talk to them. They will respond. They have ears. You have to come to that level. I remember as a student, I'll, I'll be disturbed by mosquitoes in my room. And I'll say, oh, in the name of Jesus, I command all the mosquitoes in this room to die. Now, to somebody, that's stupid. Okay, it, it worked for me. Because I knew I couldn't have afford fleet. So I'll tell them, I command the mosquitoes to die. In the name of Jesus. Or the day I like, I say, no mosquito comes near me. Do your thing and leave me alone as I sleep. And I say it in the name of Jesus and I sleep. <laughs> Somebody say, I don't want to joke with that. So mosquito will not bite me. I will not have malaria. Ah, Malay? Ah. I thought we just said it now that you have God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit inside of you. Can I tell you this? Christianity is something real. If you don't know that now, then you're joking. Christianity is not about coming to church and shouting and rejoicing and saying, Jesus, I love you, and crying and weeping and feeling good. Christianity is something deeper. Don't you understand? It's a, you're having a relationship with Almighty God Himself. And you know what? That Almighty God is not far away, He's right inside of you. That's Christianity. But how do you come to this knowledge? You become more conscious of what you carry. The more conscious you are, the more it will work for you. That's the principle in the kingdom of God. The more conscious you are, the more it will work for you. But the problem is, you put, you bring in a lot of other information that you focus on. So, when instead of remembering this one, the who you are in Christ, you are remembering that one. How that woman was chasing something with cutlass and that thing turned around and you see you watched it so that one is what you have that picture so already you're, oh, you're already afraid you know one time somebody came to call me and said they saw a snake in the wc and they came to call me sir 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 okay so i ran there it's a neighbor so what's the matter they said there's this snake in the wc oh, all right let's go see it I went there and I peeped and I saw that thing. Oh, I said, we got to kill it. We got to kill it. But I was looking for something. You got to kill it. All right. So I took, I was able to get something, you know. As I was about to hit it, that thing, you know. Now, devil brought back that picture to me and said, you're going to use the toilet. You remember that snake? <laughs> I'm trying to let you know that because you saw it, that picture, 
Because I saw it. So you remember that snake? Now, the one thing the devil cannot try with me is trying to say, what if that snake was sent to that house? As in demons. And then they are now coming to you. He won't try that with me because he knows that I deal with demons easily than I deal with any other things. That would have been stupid to me. Like demons. Ah, I love that. It's easier to deal with demons. That's the fact. See, they have to deal with them. We have authority over them straight away. But he said, you remember what if that snake has left? And he has, now you oh, what will you do in such a situation? Dear Jesus. No. You shout such down. I said in the name, shut up in Jesus name. <laughs> I reject this thought. In the mighty name of Jesus. What will you do in such a case? You are going to use the toilet. There's no light. Don't carry light. Go there, Kayama. Legedo. When you do so, you dominate that force. That's who we are. God has never failed anyone before. How can you now be the first one that you will fail? Do you have bad it? Why? We just saw now. This is something. The guy was not born again. Did that. And I said, I want to show you another fellow in the scripture. I, I hope you'll be able to handle this now. Mm-hmm. First Kings chapter number 18. Uh, let me just tell you about this. This man, man of God, by the name Elijah, had prayed that there should be no rain. He had bragged to the king and said, according to my word, there shall be no rain, nor dew in this land. And now it's taken over three years, rain had not come. And there was famine. And so, the seventh verse, that king by the name Ahab had actually been looking for Elijah we need to find that man of God to come back and re-prophesy that thing. <laughs> because everybody is suffering hunger badly. So he was looking for him. Okay. And then one of his subjects came across Elijah. By that subject's name is Obadiah. Okay. And as Obadiah was in the way, behold, Elijah met him. And he knew him and fell on his face and said, Are thou that my Lord Elijah? Next verse. And he answered him, I am. Go. Tell thy Lord, that means the king, behold, Elijah is here. And he said, What have I sinned that thou wouldest deliver thy servant into the hand of Ahab to slay me? Why? As the Lord thy God liveth. Just watch this now. The reason why he's saying this. As the Lord thy God liveth, there is no nation or kingdom whither my Lord had not sent to seek thee. And when they said, He is not there. He took an oath of the kingdom and nation that they found it not. Hold on. Let me tell you what's going on here. This king had been looking for Elijah. And he had gone from nation to nation. And every, every time he got there, he said, is that prophet here? They said, no, he's not here. He said, oh yeah, swear to me. If you know he's not here. He would take an oath because he was desperately looking for him. Then this young man came across Elijah. And then he said, well... Um, Elijah said, go and tell your king. Blah, blah, blah. Gives the message that I'm coming. Huh? He said, no. You want the king to kill me. Why? Because if he goes and tell the king that he's coming and then the king is waiting and he doesn't show up, he will kill him and say, so you came here to deceive me. So that's what he's talking about. But Elijah said he's coming. Now, let's go on. Next verse. And now thou seest go, tell thy lord, behold, Elijah is here. Now, listen to this. And it shall come to pass as soon as I am gone from thee, that the Spirit of the Lord shall carry thee whither I know not. And so when I come, 
and tell Ahab, and he cannot find thee, he shall slay me. But I, thy servant, fear the Lord from my youth. Now, hold on. That, all those stories, he was trying to let, plead with him that, see, I fear God. Oh, don't do this thing to me. Oh. That's what he was trying to say. But there's an important truth there. See what this guy is saying about a human being. He said so that when I'm gone, the Spirit of God will now carry you. Carry you? He didn't say when I'm gone, um, a chariot will now come. Somebody will come with us and take you away. Um, uh, you will now enter a boat. Uh, you will now enter a ship. He said the Spirit of God will carry you. What? You don't understand what's going on here. According to the Scriptures, Elijah was being taken from time to time by the Spirit of God. He will be in this city. And the next thing, pew, is in another city. Without entering airplane or anything. He's there. A human being. The guy was not born again. And the spirit will carry him. So you see, when this guy was saying it, he showed no surprise. They knew him for that. You know what that is called? Transportation of the Holy Spirit. That's what that is called. Human beings have their transportation, but the Holy Spirit has his own too. I'm telling you, you see, the Holy Spirit inside of you, you are unlimited. If the Holy Spirit can come on this guy and just come on him and carries him, that Holy Spirit lives inside you. You see, I'm about to be trapped. Oh, well, they kidnapped all of us. Oh, well, you are there. You are not going anywhere. You say, hey, please, we push you. Have mercy. Have mercy. Listen to me. All those things that you watch in Nigeria home video. That somebody is here. Disappears. All those things. All those things that seem to be display of power. They are, they are not even up to shadow. Of the shadow of what we have in the kingdom. I'm telling you God's heart cry. He sent me to tell you. And that's why messages like this fly very fast. His heart cry for his children. He wants to see his children rise. Not live as victims in this life. That's his heart cry. You think he's happy when you go about looking for miracles. In his love, he will give you the miracle. You think he's happy when you go about looking for deliverances. In his love, he will make that available to you. Why? Because you have not grown. But his true cry, his heart cry, is that you... Take your place as the Jesus on earth. This is when you begin to live the supernatural life. You live it naturally every day. In the kitchen. With your knife. Healing Jesus name. Cover up. That's the kind of life. What's that? That particular one is the human life. And that's not what it gave you. That was what you were born with. If that was enough, it wouldn't have given you another one. This message is for the last days. And we are in the last days. For those that will catch it. I told you, uh, we, we've not even started scratching the surface. This is just for day one, right? Okay, let's see how we can go. Let's see how we can do more now. We will, by the power of the Holy Ghost. The same scripture, go to the, for the fifth verse. Okay, 
And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven now at this time Elijah showed up to the king and he has told the king it will rain. So when he said that, watch what happens. Elijah, this will give us another clue. Elijah left the place, went to pray for the rain to come back. Because that was what he did the first time that ceased the rain. So he went to pray. Now listen. Yakira and the sofa in the sea. I wish I could, but you have to study that yourself later. But if you, previous verses, he had gone to pray. He was praying. The Bible says he was there praying, praying, praying. And he kept sending his servants, go and check. As it started raining, the servants would go check seven times until finally he saw a sign and came back and said, Oh, I can see a sign. Elijah said, That's it. But he was there praying. That's one of the benefits of prayer. Prayer will make the Holy Spirit take not only over your spirit, but it will be able to manifest in your flesh, in your body. That's what makes your body unlimited. You see, many times after we finish praying, I can't just tell you enough. You know, there are times that after praying and praying like this, to sleep will be an issue. I'm talking about my own life. You wake up in the night and you pray and pray and pray and pray. You go to bed, alright, I'm done now, you want to sleep. But you can't sleep. The power from your spirit has got into your body. And then you cannot even sleep because your whole body is quaking. Why you think, uh, okay, okay, now, thank you Lord, thank you Lord, thank you Lord. It starts again. Sometimes, 15 minutes, I'm still there. Hey, I'm feeling sleepy, but I can't sleep. Why? That's a release of power. It makes the Holy Spirit, it, it, it makes your flesh. It weakens your flesh and the Spirit of God will be able to reflect himself. That's one of the benefits of prayer. I remember when we, we just got married, my wife and I, and I had gone to pray in that middle of the night. I had prayed, then I came to sleep beside her. As I was sleeping, oh, that power wouldn't let me. I was shaking like this. The whole bed was vibrating. And then she had no choice. She was sleeping. She had to turn. He said, what's the matter? Are you okay? She had never seen that. We just got married. So she had never seen me like that before. So I said, don't worry. It's, it's, an, it's a usual thing. It's because I just finished praying. Oh, she said, okay. And she understands Richard and say hallelujah. But this is something that we experience from time to time. Where the Holy Spirit... Look at this. This was Elijah. He just finished praying. You will see what happened next to his body. Just watch. And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and winds, and there was a great rain. And Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. Ahab got on his horse. That should be the best horse and best chariots in, in the land. And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. The hand of the Lord refers to the Holy Spirit. Every time we studied the Old Testament, on, on, on. The Holy Spirit was on. He couldn't live in them. Why? Because their spirit is sin. They are sinners. So the Holy Spirit can never live in a spirit that is sin. Do you understand? But under the New Testament, you are born again. When you are born again, your spirit becomes... That's the new spirit. Recreated after God. 
So the Holy Spirit can live there now. Your spirit is holy. You got it. And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah and he guarded up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. Hmm. Are you still here? You have to understand. The, that was the king, Ahab. And the king will usually have some of the best chariots and horses in the land. And of course he did. He had some of the best chariots and horses in the land. And this particular one that he rode would have been one of them. And you can imagine how Ahab was racing so fast. So fast to that entrance of Jezreel. Elijah was still where he was. But something happened. You remember he stood up from prayer. He gathered himself. And the Bible said he ran before Ahab. Now listen to this. This is not saying that he outran. I understand that many people have they've translated this to be to mean outran. I studied it. I used to think he outran. It's he outran too. Until I studied it properly. He did not outrun the guy. What happened there is the same thing that happens with the guy. The transposition of the spirit. The spirit of God took him and put him in front. And while he was in front, he was running. So this guy just saw him in front. <laughs> Look at this. Let's read it. I'm coming there. And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. The hand of the Lord took him. And he gathered up his loins and ran before. He didn't run past. He ran before Ahab to the entrance. This was what Ahab was seeing. He was running before Ahab. Let me tell you, there was a, uh, there's another guy in the scripture by the name Esahel. The Bible says that his, his feet were as fast as roe. That one could outrun anything. And I studied that. It's not the same word. The word that was used there is like a outrun. The word that is used here, it has nothing to do with outrunning. It just has to do with someone just met himself in front of running. That's transportation of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit took him and put him ahead. So, that should tell you something else too. Because some people have gone ahead of you in life. Does not mean that the Holy Spirit cannot transport you and put you ahead of them. <laughs> Say Hallelujah! Didn't you read it? The race is not to the sweet. The battle is not the strong. So the guy has started early and he's going. <laughs> now he's in the university of something, something in London. He's in. He has started working. Something, and so you are letting that bother you. It's because my parents are poor. My parents. Are... Ah, stop it! Let the transportation of the Holy Ghost take you. <laughs> Just one, one move. You are ahead of him. That is my story. You know when we are doing like this, they think we are wasting our time. Uh-uh, we are not. We are not. And we don't care about who is going and the guy is going. Are you still here? You're still here. Sorry, you. Don't worry. The next time you see me, I'm right in front. At least you were still able to tell me you are still here. You, you will not be able to talk to me. Because I will be far ahead. <laughs> Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. But, by the way, this is called the transportation of the Holy Ghost. Second Kings. I want to tell you more about this guy. I'm inspired. <laughs> second Kings. The second chapter. From the 11th verse. Now let me just tell you about this one. It's something you know very well. 
Elijah was to be taken to heaven. God had told him you'll be taken to heaven. And then Elijah went after him. Okay. Elijah said, go back. Elijah said, no, I will not go back. He kept following. Following this is spiritual father. Uh, he said he wanted the double portion of the anointing. Okay. You, you know the story. Alright, now. Now let's go there now. And it came to pass, as they still went on, Elijah following Elijah, and talked that behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of heaven. So heaven too has horses and chariots. That means they will have cars. That means they will have jets. Oh, say hallelujah. Somebody says that. I want to tell you, that was what they were using in those days. Chariots and horses. And everything in this was the shadow of the real thing. So for those of you that think that when you get there, no jets, no car, that is you. Me, I will write. So I look forward to it. <laughs> a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted them, both asunder. And Elijah went up by a Mark that word. Whirlwind into heaven. By a whirlwind. Now in the first verse, God has already told him that he will be taken by a whirlwind. And I will say something about that shortly. I will say something about that. Okay? He went by a whirlwind into heaven. That's the transportation of the Holy Ghost. Okay? Now, this time around, the reason why this is being described to us is because Elisha saw what took him. Saw it that it was chariots of fire and horses. So he related it with others. I want to show you something else in the same chapter. Go to the 16th verse. 16th verse. Now, after Elisha, Elijah had been taken, Elisha is going home. So he crossed to the other side. And then they have these sons of prophets. They saw Elisha. And they said, your master has gone. So from there, now let's begin to, because they were looking, but they didn't see why Elijah was taken. Because Elijah already said, if you see me when I'm taken, you will have the double portion you are asking for. If you see me when I'm taken. It's only for the one that will see it. And thank God Elisha saw it. And when he saw it, he had it. You see that? But others were looking. The only thing, they, they couldn't just see Elijah anymore. They were looking from the other side. Okay, so hear them now. And they said unto him, they said unto Elisha, Behold now, they be with me, thy servant, fifty strong men. Let them go, we pray thee, and seek thy master. Lest peradventure the spirit of the Lord are taking him up and cast him upon some mountain. Or into some valley. You see, they knew this guy for this kind of thing. It wasn't strange to them. Let me give you a secret. Everything you see under the Old Testament, they are usually, the Bible has stated it, they are usually a shadow of what is real. The real thing is in the New Testament. Whatever you see done there means that much more can be done in the New Testament. The shadow of an object is not real. But then you turn to the real object. Ah! Then you know what it is. Oh, it's an ice cream. Whatever it is. You get it? Good. So you can see what all these things you are seeing here. And you read them and you're like, ah, they are just a shadow of the real thing. The life that we are supposed to be living. God is letting you know that my spirit came upon. Came upon and they lived like this. You, my spirit is in you. Everywhere you go, will carry this same. This Holy Spirit, they did not carry him everywhere. He only came upon them sometimes to do what he wanted to do. But now, that same Holy Spirit is permanently resident on the inside. I will never be defeated. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. So, they, they, they are used to this kind of thing. 
about this guy. Brothers and sisters, Elijah showed us that there's no limitation. You cannot be hanging somewhere. You can, you know, one time I was teaching the pastors several years ago and I was teaching them. I was talking about because I heard a guy, a comedian, who gave the comedy and said, what happens when you are, you are stuck in a lift? What happens? You are in a lift and then you're trying to come out. The thing is taking you, then all of a sudden, boom. Ah, what's going on? You try to press it. It's not working. That's a joke, by the way. But what if it happens for you? And you're there. But what about you, a Christian? With the Holy Spirit. God on the inside. You now begin to... <laughs> Don't you have enough sense to now think that this thing will not help you? Good guys. Nice ladies. Faithful guys. In church. You hear what killed them. Actually, they, they said yeah, she had something. So she now started purging. By the time they rushed out to the hospital, before they got there, she died. What did Jesus say? These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. He said, if they shall drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Mm-mm. The sister did not believe it. She thought it's only to be jumping from place to place. In church, they want to carry chair. She carried it. They want to Listen, faithfulness is different from faith. Your faithfulness will not make the devil not attack you. Don't be deceived. How do you dominate in this world? Faith. Faith. Faithfulness will bring you reward. No problem. But to dominate, to really live that kind of, that supernatural life, you need faith, brother. And now you're going to get that faith. The word of God. David fought a giant and defeated a giant. It had never happened before. And the Bible tells us in 1 Samuel chapter 16, the Bible tells us actually Samuel went into the house of Jesse and came to anoint one of his sons. Finally, he anointed David. And since that day, the Bible says the Spirit of the Lord came upon David. From that day forward, that's the Holy Spirit. Made him unlimited. And because of that, David could face that giant goliath it had never happened before do you understand a giant in the human race is the top class of all human race this will be the strongest guy well revered because of his strength because how do you revere a human being their achievements their strengths so he was well placed and david that was just 17 years old could fight this guy not just fight could defeat him and kill him Things like that don't happen by themselves. It only happens by the ability of the spirits. Okay. Let's round off with this one. Let me show you about Jesus. Uh, you will love that one, right? You love, I mean, <laughs> so all those are under the Old Testament. Uh, let's look at some things about Jesus. And I will praise him from everlasting, everlasting to earth. I will praise him from everlasting, everlasting to earth. With all that he has done for you, praise him from everlasting, everlasting to earth. I will praise him from everlasting. Thank you. Book of Matthew, chapter number 14. Reading from the 22nd verse. You better don't sleep. Now, if you sleep, 
a demon is blowing you wind. <laughs> Don't let that happen to you. All right, now. Now, at this time, remember how this began. First of all, Jesus had gone to pray by himself. I was telling you the impact of prayer. Okay, let's just read it from here. Anyway, and straight away, Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him onto the other side while he sent the multitudes away. Next verse. So I'll, I'll show you that part now. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. Never you forget this. He went to pray. How could Jesus pray? If Jesus himself could pray, that means there's something about prayer. Because I love to study, why would Jesus? Jesus was God. And when the evening was come, he was there alone, praying. Praying. Hmm. But the sheep was now in the midst of the sea. Everybody look here, read it. Read this. One to go. Out loud. We will need this information. That's why I asked you to read it. The sheep was, so don't forget it was in the midst of the next verse now and in the fourth watch of the night that was between three and six jesus went unto them walking on the sea now he was praying he came out of prayer something has happened he's walking on the sea okay next verse and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea they were troubled saying it is a spirit and they cried out for fear next verse as but straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. He had spoken before thinking. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come ah, down out of the sheep, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Now, this is important. Peter also did it. If Peter didn't do it, we say only Jesus could have could do that of course only jesus but the bible shows that peter did it that means it's possible for any of us to do it mind you peter was not born again at the time next verse now but when he saw the wind boisterous he was afraid what happened he was afraid and beginning to sink why he was afraid he cried saying lord save me the amplifier says save me from dying and immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, Oh, thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Jesus didn't say, Oh, you see, you wanted to copy, 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 you see yourself, you can't do it. That's not what Jesus said. Jesus, Jesus told us what went wrong. Jesus said what went wrong was that you doubted. And how can you live this kind of life without doubting the word of God? You need to be loaded with information. That's what we build your faith. You live this kind of life, you won't doubt. Hmm. Next verse. And when they were come into the sheep, the wind ceased. What not that? When who? They, Jesus and Peter, came into the sheep. The wind ceased, stopped. Now, this is the account that Matthew gave us. Matthew gave us this account of Jesus. If you have stopped here, sometimes that's why you need to read several accounts of the same story. 
Because sometimes when one person gives the accounts, another person will give you from his own angle what he saw and what he noticed. And amongst all of them, it was John that wrote last. And the reason for the writings of John was to clarify some things that others had written. Sometimes he brought out some points that others ignored. John was this guy that was very, very concerned about this Jesus supernatural life. You know, he was fascinated. So he was always looking into it. So he was taking notice of everything. So I want to tell you what John said about the same thing. Book of John. Chapter 6 from the 16th verse. And when even was now come, his disciples went down to the sea, the same account, and entered into a ship and went over the sea towards Capernaum. And it was now dark, and Jesus was not come to them. And the sea arose by reason of a great wind and that blew. So when they had rowed about five and twenty or thirty furlongs, they see Jesus walking on the sea and drawing nigh unto the sheep, and they were afraid. Come on. But he said unto them, It is I, be not afraid. Then they willingly received him into the sheep, and immediately read it. What happened? Remember the sheep was at the middle of the sea. But when Jesus came in, two things happened. Number one, the wind ceased. Number two, transportation of the Holy Ghost. That sheep was at the land where they were headed. Don't you understand? NKJV. That they willingly received him into the boat. And immediately the boat was at the land where they were going. I studied this from several versions. Amplified said it the way it is, but was afraid. They quickly included some things. Because they are not used to... Listen, this Jesus, this was before his death. This was before... Okay, look at the Amplified version. Then they were quite willing and glad for him to come into the boat. And now the boat went at once to the land they had stared towards. Watch that. That's somehow and you see in brackets they could and immediately they reached the shore towards which they had bestowed you see here they had said something but they thought uh, <laughs> did you see what's going on here because that was exactly what happened the bible clearly shows us that that boat was at the middle of the sea if he had not included that he would have said ah maybe they were close by but it that also did not make sense even if they were close by because if they were close by why would jesus uh, be walking on water why would Peter step down to walk on water? He's not useful. Don't you understand? It's called the transportation of the Spirit. The, Jesus stepped into the boat and the boat landed. <laughs> Somebody say hallelujah. I got good news for you. Now this was before Jesus died. So we were born after Jesus. Not this one. Not this Jesus. This particular Jesus was the one before the death. So he lived as a prophet. He lived among them. You understand? The one we are born after. I want to show you about that one. You're, you're, you're ready for this. John 20, 19. Then the same day. Now, that this was after his resurrection. Okay? He had died now. And the Bible says when Jesus died, we died with him. When he was buried, we were buried with him. When he was raised back to life, we were raised together with him. Everything Jesus did, he did for us. And as he was doing it for us, in the mind of justice, we were the one doing it. Do you understand? 
Okay, good. Now, then the same day at even being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews because Jesus had died down, so they were afraid. Okay, came Jesus. Where did he pass? The Bible says the doors were shut. Came Jesus and stood in the midst. Uh, well, but he was a spirit. He was a ghost. Really? Let's read on. And said unto them, Peace be unto you. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Next verse. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you. As my... Read it. Read it. Read it. Read it. Only those ones, right? Ah. Next verse. And when he has said this, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Watch this account. I want to show you something now. Glory to God. <laughs> 21st. How did Jesus get into that place? How did he get into that place? How did he enter? The Bible tells us that why he was there. You remember Thomas doubted? You remember? And when Thomas doubted, because he was not there when Jesus first appeared to them, that's another account, I believe, from the Mark or Luke, either of them. But Thomas doubted, and then Jesus, he wasn't there when Jesus first appeared. So the next time Jesus appeared, Jesus said, Thomas, come. Come and touch me. I will show you that before we leave it. Okay. But I want to read something very powerful. 21st verse. You remember I asked you to turn to 21st chapter. Beg your pardon. 21st chapter. Reading from the 25th verse. Glory to God. Read this one. Do you believe this? Do you believe this? You believe this? Are this quite unbelievable? You, 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 this word is there. It says, there are many other things that he did that if they should write on them, the whole world, the whole world will not contain the books that should be written. What was he doing? That means his life was full of the supernatural. Only a few of it was recorded here for us so that we will not be distracted. And the Bible says, as he is, so are we when we get to heaven. In this world, I will never carry sickness. You see, when it comes close to you, you should die. Cover close. You are shaking the whole Holy Spirit inside. God, the Father, God, the Son, you are shaking them together. You have to say, Stop in the name of Jesus. Stop. Now, listen to me. I'm not telling you, is this, I'm telling you, I'm telling you the way I read. And I believe God is no respecter of persons. There are some things that come in your life that you shout in dealing with. There are some others that you, you, you treat gently. You say, get out in Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. And that will be the end. But some, ah, they are wicked though. They will just be, say, get out in Jesus. Ah! Not this one. 
you find yourself on that bed maybe you've you've been tempted to lie there and cover yourself <sighs> you ought to remember my 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 body is the temple of the holy ghost i carry god on the inside you throw that enough jump out of in the name of jesus jump out of that bed happy are you when you pray with tongues you place your hand on your body you scare the devil out of you your health instead of watching the devil is not who you'll be treated like that bingo go bingo go bingo go you know sometimes when i'm thinking like i wish i could just carry the thing and put in your head so that pre on your head will just reset and you just be doing like that <laughs> i made up my mind i'm going to give no place no chance to the devil in my life because the more i study the bible the more i see who i am you know what they've been teaching us they've been teaching us who god is he's good they will teach you teach you who jesus is good some will even be crying about his death <laughs> jesus died <laughs> he really died <laughs> did you kill him <laughs> that's what is the gospel to them the death as sweet as that is no that is all mama beside his resurrection and then the resurrection is junior <laughs> to his ascension his ascension he cannot even stand beside he is seated glory to god hallelujah you see we 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 are not and the bible says we are i will show you that one tomorrow the bible says we are seated together with him you know what that means we are balanced together with him far above ah you know when we talk like this the devil is shaking he says no, don't let them know it don't don't don't, don't tell them don't 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 i refuse to be limited oh glory to god you got the holy ghost on the inside you are more than a conqueror ha 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 yeah God, what do you have to do? Study more of this thing. Load yourself up with the word. Listen to messages until you are well built on the inside. Don't give up now. Don't say, "Hey, I tried to do work." No, no. Don't give up. Keep working on yourself. You say, "Addicts, go in the name of Jesus." It doesn't seem to be going. Don't give up. Just maybe there's something else I've not found out about this thing. But I know for real the word of God is true. He said I'm more than a conqueror. I am more than a conqueror. You said to yourself I will never be defeated. In the mighty name of Jesus. If the transportation of the Holy Spirit could be carrying them like this. They say they now tie you somewhere. They say you are inside the bus. They say oh, yeah, oh, let's go. They kidnapped you. It doesn't matter how ugly that guy is looking. Tell the guy let's go. Settle down there. You know what you are doing? You are trying to make the Holy Spirit on the inside come out. The guy will look around. You are gone. He will run out of the bus. <laughs> yes! Say hallelujah! Glory! How could I be limited? 
If God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit dwell on the inside of me, I will never be limited. What are they saying? Glow unlimited. They are joking. Glow is not unlimited anything. This is the true Superman. This is the one that is unlimited. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He says, in all these things, we are more than whatsoever that is born of God overcometh the world. This is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith. Blast in the Holy Ghost. Blast in the Holy Ghost. I refuse to give room to the devil in my life. More than a conqueror. I cannot be limited. I cannot be restricted. My body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. I refuse to accommodate sickness. I refuse to accommodate pain. I refuse to accommodate disease. In the name of Jesus. There is no fear in me. I'll never be afraid. In the name of Jesus, the righteous are bold as lions. He lives in me. He lives in my head. He lives in my feet. All over my body. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. 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 I'm not ignorant of my inheritance in Christ. I'm not ignorant of who I am in Christ. My faith is working. My faith is alive. Ah ha 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 Yes, Thank you Lord. Get out of 
unto them peace be unto you next verse quick 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 but they were terrified and affrighted and suppose that they had seen a spirit they thought they had seen a spirit that means jesus was not a spirit uh-huh. and he said unto them why are you troubled and why do thoughts arise in your hearts behold my hands and my feet that it is i myself undo me and see for a spirit hath not flesh and bones as they see me that means jesus has flesh and bones just like you and yet it could be transported like that because in the realm of your in the realm of the spirit your mind is the power if you wanted to go from point a to point b all you just needed to do is fix your mind on where you're going and you'll be transported that's how they live in the realm of the spirit but we are not limited because the same holy spirit is inside us when situations arises that demands him to take us out of the scene if you will yield yourself, you'll be able to take your body. One moment. You see, the, the Spirit of God is going to begin to act on some of you in a short while. That spirit inside. You will just see a glimpse of what I'm talking about. Just a glimpse. Because it will come out and impact your body in such a way that you know that this is not ordinary let me tell you as a student i had an encounter i had prayed overnight i, I mean most part of the night i prayed most part of that night so in the morning i woke up again and i was praying and singing with tongues on my bed laying on my bed i knew that i knew that i knew that, that the flesh was paralyzed at that moment because i so prayed with tongues my spirit had gained the ascendancy the holy spirit had his way you remember that whirlwind i told you about while i was lying on that bed that wind started blowing around me 
is an experience I will never forget. It's an encounter I will never forget. And while I was there with my eyes shut, because as a student, this mattress was on the floor, I noticed something. I was being lifted from that bed. And you will not be afraid. I was not afraid. This is God doing it. One is the devil. is when you be ah, terrified. No. It was so sweet. And the wind was blowing even more and more around me. Wrapping around me. I was coming up. Higher. 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 Then I got to a particular point. It stayed me for a while. And gently lowered me down. Oh, that was the Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters. There's a place you get to in your life, a realm where the Holy Spirit has become more real than your bodies. It is true that the Holy Spirit is on the inside of you, it is very true. because you see in a short while some of you you express that power that weight of glory that power because as we speak now everything some of you everything in you is focused the Holy Spirit is working now
Hey, some of you will move. spirits you will know that you know that you know that the Holy Ghost is working in your body of people will not be working here. The Holy Spirit is working around. Moving around here. Ushers, stop. Just stop that. Stop the chairs. Leave the chairs alone. Leave them. People are receiving. Don't distract them. Let me tell you, something is about to happen to you that will take you to another level in your spiritual work. The Holy Ghost on the inside of you He's working right now. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. You will know that you know that you know 
not ordinary. Ah, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Sura Gira 
congratulate those of you that open yourself for the spirit tonight. show it to you. It will help some of you. You know, the last of revelation and power, we read a scripture and I demonstrated that's the scripture on handkerchiefs. When the Bible says that handkerchiefs and aprons were taken from the body of Paul and um those handkerchiefs and aprons chased out demons and I demonstrated laying my hands on handkerchief and I asked somebody to take it around laying it on people and there was surge of power but the Holy Ghost can move even without laying hands and you can see what has, what has been here since does anybody has does anybody have an extra clothes a cloth i would prefer a personal clothes now this one is still sksc property so it will look like the anointing is already in it whose clothes is this all right stand here let your power flow just go distance away in this place let your healing come. Now, one moment. Listen to this. You know, in these three days, I may be led of the Spirit to use any of you to demonstrate power. When I'm using you, just be glad. Because when you are used, that means impartation. Serious impartation. Whatever, whatever you are doing there. Okay. This clothes belongs to you, right? Alright, hold it up properly. I just want to transfer power from here, there, into that clothes without touching it i just want to show you that the holy ghost cannot believe it it cannot be limited 
either we lay hands or not he's the boss now father in the name of jesus i command power to go into that close now in jesus Holy now that place is loaded with power now. Oh now, clothes, bring it. Have you won this clothes today? You've won it today. Alright, let's do something. Did you see that? Can you see that? Bring the clothes. Bring it. Let him stand up. He's the one that will do the job. The rest of you join your hands together. Oh, Yakira Manda, so prehendo city hata. Leave him, let him come. This is your clothes. But now this clothes has become the clothes of God. You go about now and lay it on people. If you are open, you are imparted today. Can you see that? Can you see that? Do you see that? Can you see that? That's the power of the Holy Ghost. Can you, can you, can you, can you see what's going on? Can you see what's going on? That's the power of the Holy Ghost in that clothes. Can you see the power of the Spirit in this place? I tell you, the Holy Ghost is not limited. Let him come, let him come. You see, those of you that the clothes landed on, you've been you've been imparted, you don't know what. Bring bring this one, bring this. I want you to watch something. Why is Minister Femi? You see, the Holy Ghost is not limited. Put that clothes here. Put it here. I want you to see this. I want you to see this. Give this to ministers. I, I just need the male ministers and male pastors. Because this is going to be rough and I don't want the ladies to... Where are they? No, no, I don't want everybody in front. Just go, 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 go. Go back. Come here, come here like a queue. Come here like a queue. Stand behind it. Make sure those behind you are seeing this. I want everybody to see it. Listen to this. This clause has the power of God. As long as this clause is on this altar, none of them will be able to move this altar from here. Because this whole thing is full of power. 
the Holy Ghost is still working. Did you hear what I just said? That's the Holy Ghost still working. Hey, can you see what's going on there? look at this now okay according to their queue let them come and try to carry this altar and move it to the other side let them come try to carry it carry it all right now whoever is coming just try to carry it just try to and move it I, I wanted to see the power of the Holy Ghost because some of you don't know what to carry on the inside. Let him check. Can you see what's going on there? Can, can you see what's going on? Can you see what's going on there? Can you see what? Can you see? Can you see the power of the Holy Ghost? See the power of the Holy Ghost on the guy. Can you see the power of the Holy Ghost? Can you see the power of the Holy Ghost? Yeah, Rajiga Hanto Sopra Hanto this one too needs to receive. Let him come. Let him come. Move it. Just move it. Try to move it. Try to move it. Try. Please watch him. Do you see what is going on? Do you see what's going on here? Can you see the power? Can you see what's going on in this place? That is the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. You see the reason why I didn't want the ladies to do it because it was going to be rough. To receive something, Father, in the name of Jesus, take, take. Can you see that? Can you see? Take it. Did you see that? That's the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes, you are the Lord. Yes, you are the Lord. Yes, you are the Lord. You are the Lord. Yes, you are the Lord. You are the Lord. Sure, you are the Lord. Yes, you are the Lord. 
the Lord, yes, He was. Oh, time, yes, He was. in this place. Let all of these guys behind the instruments come. They need to receive too. What do you think? The one at the stand, come. Just let them stay like this. I told you the Holy Ghost is not limited. If a cloth could carry so much power, what about you? You are bigger, better than any cloth. Father, don't let them miss it. May they receive it. Hey, take, take, take. Horati garande sozekira Era garado se Era bande to friend You too you need to take it Take I want every one of you to be blessed tonight Thank you Lord Jesus We worship you Lord We honor you Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your name. Appreciate him and thank him for what you have received now. Thank him and appreciate him. <laughs> Please, where is Shem? Can you help him back to the keyboard? Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we appreciate you. You know, we... we We've just got to stop. We've got to stop. We, we've got to stop now. 
Tomorrow is another day. <laughs> That's the only ghost working actually. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for everything you have in this place.
This message was produced by Supernatural Kingdom Church. To get more of our messages, call 0806-0087-643 or 0816-0114-389. Thank you and God bless you.